fatherhood. It's a heavy word. It's a big word. Um, most men grapple with understanding what exactly it is. And so do we. Mm. Eli and I are young. Very. <laughs> yeah, single and, you know, trying to figure out what exactly does it mean to be a father, especially yeah. in modern times today. Yeah. And the question that we've had is, how exactly can we be more effective dads yeah. in yeah. a society that's changing today? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we just came from shooting this podcast with... Mr. Michael Shira, man. The Mr. one and only. The one and only. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Michael Shira, who's mm. just, his level of thinking, his maturity, mm. his knowledge, and he's the first father we've had on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I honestly don't think I've learned... This season has just been insane. It's been incredible. <laughs> this, is, this is the final guest, and I think it was the cherry on top of a great season because having Mike at the end of such an amazing season was like a cherry on top because we've had amazing guests. They've all been our similar age, right? But to have a man in the next stage of life that we are going to experience in a few years, hopefully, is just, it's just been education for me. It's been education and having someone as a professional, he, he can talk, he knows how to structure a point. For me, it was like class. And I think anyone that's in our demographic, even ladies that want to understand men in that area of their life, are gonna just sit down and just be blown away the way we were. Because we sat there looking at each other like, yeah. what? It's finally happening. It's what? Yeah. It's finally happening. Yeah. The yeah. idea of positive masculinity and showing men exactly. in a different light yeah, yeah. is actually yeah. happening in action right before us. Yeah, yeah. Because we weren't qualified for that conversation. But he was, at all. Yeah. At all. He was. At uh, all. Wow. <laughs> I mean. The word, if you're gonna go and sit down and watch this, is you're gonna come out and say, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. So. so uh, we hope you enjoy listening to this podcast <laughs> half as much as we enjoy making it because we, we had, had a ball. ball. Oh, enjoy, please. Enjoy, please. Hey guys, welcome back to mantalk.ke. We're back another week, another episode. And as you can see, we're in a very, very beautiful place. Every week it's changing, but can you believe we're actually in the same building? This is the Kofisi. The link is going to be below. It's a co working space. We're here at Nine West. There's so many of them all around Nairobi. So if you want to find a new spot that looks like this, Click the link below. Thank you, Kofisi, for sponsoring this episode with the location. And also Jinsamin, which we're going to talk about further down in the episode. So as you can see, if you're looking at that camera there, we have a very dapper gentleman in the middle. And this is Mr. Michael Shearer, if you don't know already. Today's episode, we're talking all about fatherhood. Mm. And we can't talk about it, so we need to bring in an expert. An expert. Who has reproduced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have made, yes, I have successfully. Made, I have successfully made people. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. My guy, welcome. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Another member of the Bowman Association. Uh -huh. It must be said. Yes. It must be said. It must, it must be said. Be said. Mm. They don't know that we cut and you said that already. Uh, yeah, 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 you've already put me under the Yeah, 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 yeah. Twice. Yeah, yeah, twice. <laughs> <laughs> no, at some point, I mean, Eli will bring you along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. the hair, the hairline will betray you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a painful relationship. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'll take this over this. <laughs> uh, trust me, a good beard is helpful. But really, Mike, yes. it's an honor to have you on the set. Thank um, you. Um, it's an honor to have you on the podcast. First of all, you're looking clean. Clean. Thank you. No. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, gentlemen. Hey. Like just, like, yeah. just like you mm -hmm. always are. Now yeah. I'm blushing. There we go. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. you look amazing. We're very yeah. eager to kind of pick your brain on the question of fatherhood because we get mm -hmm. that a lot mm -hmm. um, as much as we are not fathers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So we said bring in a resident expert yeah, right. um, uh -huh. to kind of tackle the issue. So just to kick off, the first question I always ask every male guest that comes in mm -hmm. is, and it's, it's, it's designed to specifically like reframe the conversation from toxic masculinity to kind of shine a light on the people who've been positive in society like you mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. um, what is the most positive aspect of you as a man mm -hmm. and what do you celebrate the most about yourself as a man 
I think what I celebrate the most about myself as a man is that one, I've been given privilege mm. and I recognize that I have privilege as a man, like we all do. Mm. And the thing with privilege is that most people who have it don't know they have it, or if they have it, they don't want to recognize that they have it mm -hmm. because they're using it to, you know, get some sort of benefit by either mm. oppressing others or, mm. you know, dominating over somebody else. Mm. So I think uh, for me as a man, I recognize that I do have privilege. Mm. And mm. I know that I can either use my privilege for good, mm. I can use my privilege to create a better mm. environment and society mm. for everybody around me, mm. or I could use that privilege to just uplift myself individually and benefit mm. by myself. Mm. So I know I have privilege, and I think the thing that I am proud of most is that I, having recognized that, is that I have developed these platforms where then now I can use that power and privilege that I have to help others understand that they also have privilege and that they can do something good with it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think fantastic I can, response. Fantastic. Well, this is going to be a good podcast. Ah, go on, I, go on, I can definitely speak to that being <laughs> facts because one of our latest interactions a few months ago was to yeah. do with the issue where men had to use their privilege. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of quiet voices, but you were the ones that were loud to use your platform. So I definitely admire that, seeing somebody in the position like you were talking about with power, influence, etc., and using it for good. It's, yeah, it's been fantastic yeah. to see. Um, so I want to give context as to your fatherhood experience. Um, how many children do you have for people that don't know? One just that I know one. of. <laughs> <laughs> one oh. that you know of. <laughs> you know? Oh, just one. Just, 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 yeah. just one, one. So we like to also, when the guests come, sort of take them back to give more context as mm. to how they've become the person, the woman or man they are mm. today. So we always talk about like the early childhood. Mm -hmm. And since your topic is fatherhood, I want to know how has your upbringing as a son mm -hmm. affected you being a father now? Are there any consistencies that you can see? And you can maybe speak to the larger conversation of how you grew up versus how you now parent. Oh, that's a very good yeah. question. Thank you. So, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's yeah. a very good question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, my experience with fatherhood is mm. shaped by my experience as a son. Right, right. And so my dad passed away when I was about 14, mm -hmm. very young, yeah. mm -hmm. and it was a, a really traumatic experience for yeah. me. I mean, until today, it's still something that I try to grapple with. So, and I remember when he passed away, uh, a few years down the line, one of the things that I kept asking myself is, I wish I had mm. some sort of memory. Because, you know, like as time goes by, your memory fades. Yeah. 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 And, you know, those, those mm. experiences that you had sort of become yeah. very, you know, you can't really recall them blood, very well. And yeah. they become very blood. Yeah. So I'd go to the photo albums and then, but I would see like, either pictures when I was really, really young, mm -hmm. like, you know, month old baby. Yeah. yeah. But then I, I couldn't find any pictures of me and him doing anything. Right. right. You know? Yeah. And so I, I used to sit and say, it would be really good if I could see a video right. of me and my dad kicking a football yeah. when I was five. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Or me and him just taking a walk. Mm. Or me and him just sitting under a tree and having a conversation. Mm. It's always you know? a tree. Yeah. It's always a tree, right? Yeah, it's always yeah, yeah. a tree. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's the simple settings yeah. that mean the most, yeah. you know, create the most, the best experiences. Mm. And so when my son was born, 2010, mm -hmm. um, you set out to create memories. I, sent, mm. I, I deliberately set out to create wow. memories. So I have videos of my son from the minute he was born wow. till today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have GBs and yeah. GBs and GBs of footage. Just a folder called Sun. <laughs> yeah, almost done because yeah. I, I I want a situation where if God forbid I'm never around, yeah, or I won't be around, mm. he has got somewhere he can refer to and say, mm. "Wow, yeah. you know, all his first experiences and milestones, I am there." Document. You know, yeah. documenting yeah, yeah, yeah. when he first walked, when he first wrote, yeah, yeah, on yeah. a book, yeah. the first word he said, 
the first time he mm. kicked a football, yeah. the first time he went swimming, mm. the first mm. time he went hiking, yeah. the first time he did archery, the first mm. time he rode on a, mm. uh, on a bicycle, yeah. you know, yes. on a go-kart, yeah. the first time he did every first, 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 I am there. Yeah. And I'm wow. deliberately there. Yeah. So I want to create like a sort of chron a chronology of events where mm. he can, you know, as he grows older, he can say, this is, these were the seminal moments in my life. And my mm. dad was there through all of them. So mm. that when he becomes a parent as well, he will use that as a frame of reference and say, wow, my dad was present yeah. for all these great things that happened in my life. So mm. Mm. I also have a responsibility to be present mm. as a father. That is and fantastically yeah. put. Yeah. And that's how you change the narrative, in, right? That, yeah, like yeah. that's fantastically put because you see for you, because you didn't have that experience, that longing is kind of satisfied through your son. Exactly. And he is also going to grow up to have that longing also to mm -hmm. give that same mm -hmm. quality of life and that yeah. quality of relationships right. with mm -hmm. his son. Right. Mm -hmm. So the question I have for you is still pegged onto early life. Now that you lost your dad mm -hmm. early, mm -hmm. who exactly taught you how to be a man and how has that affected you as a man today? Mm -hmm. Well, so, I mean, first of all, I have to shout out my mom. My mom is like, my yeah. mom is like yeah. an OG for uh -huh. real. My mom is so amazing. Mm. I think everything I am today is because of her. She provided me the guidance, the space, and the encouragement to be able to find myself, yeah. to be able to tap into my talents, mm. and then develop those into skills, yeah. and then be able to just go out into the world and you know mm. use that yeah. for, for, for the things that I'm doing. Yeah. And so she's been very encouraging. And I think for a parent to be that encouraging, to their child yeah. sort of just gives them the confidence you know if you know there's certain things that harvard education will not teach you mm. the best universities mm. will not teach you yeah. there's certain things that are so innate that if your parents nurture that in you yeah. you they're already setting you up for success yeah. Yeah. if you can teach your child to be confident if you can teach mm. your child to be self-aware if you can teach mm. your child to be able to understand uh, the privilege and power that they have and the skills and talents that they have mm. and the things that they can do with that, yeah. you will have set that child up better yeah. than any Ivy League college could do. So true. Facts. Yeah. 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 Facts. If you teach them how to be able to nurture uh, relationships, mm. build networks, yeah. be able to be confident and mm. articulate and speak and, yeah. you, know, you know, they're brave enough to go out into the world and, you mm. know, knock on doors and... Yeah. Also deal with rejection when the opportunities mm. are turned down. Mm. If you can teach your children those small things like those, mm. Mm. that child will survive in any environment, yeah. Yeah. anywhere. Essential tools are there. Yeah, because yeah. the, the tools are there yeah. and yeah. you've helped yeah. them with that. So my mom has helped me with those tools. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and mm. so that is what has helped me become mm. who I am today. There's a, there's, a, there's a narrative that goes around about men who are not necessarily raised by fathers mm. and how they are sometimes perceived as being feminine or not necessarily having those yeah. competitive masculine traits you know what i mean yeah, yeah. um i'm sitting next to you the you saying that your mother mm. is actually the one who taught you how to be a man yeah. i hope that helps dispel a little bit of that yes, I yeah. Hope so too. yeah because yeah. there's been I, I think there's been a lot of talk around oh you know there's certain especially in african communities mm. oh you know that man was raised by his mother he's not mm. tough enough he's not mm. hard enough mm. but like the fact that you you two are taught to nurture no, that mm. same nurturing spirit is what you have given your son. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a very... It's a very powerful thing. Mm. It's a very powerful thing. I think thing. it's one of the best yeah. things about the new definition of masculinity. Mm. Um, we're talking about narratives, and you've sort of mentioned how, you know, your mother uh, has given you, like you just mm. said, those tools. I want to know about um, your support network as a man, mm. because 
you giving your kid those memories, those mm. photos, that's changing the narrative. Mm. But for our narrative to change, it takes a group of people. Absolutely. So I'm curious to know mm. about the fatherhood scene because we don't mm. qualify yet. Mm. Um, with your group of guys that similar mm. age, we won't mm. disclose that, mm. similar age and with kids, is there like that? Because women have it, we know that for mm. sure. But do like Kenyan specifically, African men, mm -hmm. have that network where you can ask a question, our kids mm -hmm. can go play, there's like that mm -hmm. it, takes a, it takes a village. It takes a, it, it, it yeah. takes a village. Now, you know, it's very interesting yeah. that you should say that because um, yeah. one of the, you know, so because we live in such a patriarchal society yeah. and yeah. Uh, as men, mm. we pick sort of pick the things that work for us and we you know, <laughs> leave out the things that don't. Yeah. So one thing with patriarchy that works for most men and, mm. you know, um, those especially who don't want to do the work, mm. they rely on the mm. narratives of, you know, it's women who are supposed to raise the children. Bring right. this child to me when he's 15 yeah. <laughs> and I'll teach him to be a man. Yeah. But by the time the child is 15, they've already formed their own yeah. opinions, yeah. they're already, you know, yeah. set yeah. in their ways. Yeah. It's very difficult to, you know, mm. bond or create a relationship mm. at that age. Yeah. So what I try to encourage my friends who are also dads, and they're great, great dads, by mm. the way, they're mm. absolutely funny. Fantastic fathers out there. To hear. It's just that men don't mm. men don't uh, celebrate themselves as fathers mm. as much as they should. Yeah. And there are not that many platforms for men to celebrate, mm. you know, being great dads. Yeah. You know. That's so true. And, and and just like in any other society, you know, what you hear about most is just the negative aspects of everything. Yeah. You yeah, know. so that's a deadbeat dad. That guy ran away, left his child, blah yeah. blah blah. But you never get to hear about. And that's why I like like what uh, people mm. like Ted Josiah are doing. Yeah. You know, like they're yeah. really, really breaking the mold. Yeah. You know, yeah. and celebrating themselves as fathers. So mm. I think the more of us who do that, mm. then we, we, it will become something normal and not you know um, mm. as, as something left field. Mm. So back to what you what you, what you asked. Yes, I do have a group of friends, mm. very close friends. Mm. Uh, we are about four or five of us. Yeah. Um, who are excellent, excellent yeah. fathers. We love, yeah. 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 And yeah. we sit and we have those conversations about, oh, um, by mm. the way, yeah, have, have you talked to your son about, uh, mm. your son is a preteen, my son's a preteen, have you talked to them about issues of yeah. um, what changes they're going to experience in their bodies, mm. Mm. how they need to relate with the opposite sex, yeah. Yeah. things about consent, yeah. things about bodily autonomy, yeah. things yeah. about boundaries. The whole book. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. yeah, you're about to turn your son into Plato. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? no, but but, but it, yeah. it's, it's really important because for me, I'm a yeah. strong believer in the fact that um, if we parent children well, Mm -hmm. and we instill certain types of values and a certain way of thinking and behaving, mm -hmm. that they will carry that into their adult life. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the problems that we see in society today, especially in relationships, mm -hmm. you can actually trace back and see, this child didn't have this conversation with anybody. Yeah. Because at, for, so if, if I was to ask you, for example, mm -hmm. who taught you about girls? My brother. Okay. Mm. Who's your word, girl? South Sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you see, um, because parents sort of don't create the relationship with their children where they can have these sorts of conversations, yeah. you go out to look for that information. Yeah. So, you know, you'll talk to your brother, maybe, mm. and your brother will have talked to somebody else. Yeah. And, you know, that information is just being yeah, passed down a broken telephone way. Yeah. <laughs> so by the time it gets to yeah. Eli, it's something completely different yeah. from what it's intended yeah. to be. Yeah. And then you go to popular culture, so you yeah. get music yeah. and all Music, actually. Music taught us about, which is lies. Which is all lies. And Disney. Yes, and Disney and all that. And then, you know, you go... I blame you, Disney. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and, and you know it's 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 good that you said Disney, mm. because um, our ideas of what relationships are are very you know very utopic. 
Mm, you know, utopian. Yeah, yeah, it's very utopian. You know, mm. um, you watch that movie where there's this guy, and then he tried, and then he came with a guitar and played at a window. <laughs> or he yeah, was a, yeah, yeah. a geek in school. He was a geek yeah. in school, and then suddenly yeah. I don't and know what you happened. Had a magic carpet, then yeah. became the bad boy. Yeah, yeah. then you <laughs> think like those. Yeah. So, so that forms our opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, that forms our opinion of what relationships <laughs> should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then, then it gets with the girl, and then the credits roll, and the movie ends. Yeah. Mm. But nobody tells you after the movie ends. How did that couple handle the loss of a child? Yeah. How did that couple handle yeah. auctioneers who came because they couldn't pay rent? Mm. How did they handle loans with the bank? Mm. How did they handle... So you, you don't get to see all those things. Yeah. So yeah. we go into relationships thinking that, ah, okay, fine, this is the way it's supposed to be. And then you hit with all these realities which you are not prepared for. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's the same thing. And, you know, so popular culture does this where it creates this sort of, you know, thinking and narrative about how you should relate, you know, as men and women. Yeah. And you very quickly find out that that's not the way it should be. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. nonsense. Mm -hmm. it's, it's absolute nonsense. So, for mm -hmm. example, if I'm, a young, if I'm a young kid who's like, I'm a preteen, I'm 9 and 10, and I'm watching a music video, Jamaican mm -hmm. music video, mm -hmm. where, you know, the guy's daggering, 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 And I'm watching and I'm like, ah, so this is how... And then, you know, in the video, mm. the girl looks like she's enjoying, enjoying it. it. And the guy False. and everybody around is cheering. And so in, as a young kid watching that, that's my frame of reference. Mm. Where I'll mm. be like, oh, so this is how I'm supposed to dance with somebody, mm. with a girl. So guess what I will do at the next birthday party where we've been yeah. invited? I'll do exactly what I saw. Yeah, yeah. And then when she turns around and slaps me or it becomes mm. an issue, Suddenly, now I'm confused about. This was not in the music. Exa this, this part. This part was not in the music. Yeah. Sean Paul was having fun. <laughs> Sean Paul was having fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. like uh, Mavado was having fun. So, yeah. you know, vibes cartel. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not getting what's going on here. Yeah. So, it's up to us as fathers to be able to see that for what it is. Yeah. And then be, be able to have this conversation and say, okay, fine, there's this whole thing called popular culture, which, you know, creates mm. this sort of world, yeah. which mm. is not necessarily a reflection of what. Uh, the mm. world should look like. Yeah. You know, that's just for entertainment purposes. Yeah. But if you want to be able to, you know, have a healthy, uh, meaningful relationship with the opposite sex, this is how you must engage. Yeah. Mm. And I always say, like, for boys, it's very important if you want a boy to know how to uh, engage and relate to a girl, you know? let him learn from a woman. Yeah. Uh, and vice versa. If a girl yeah. wants to know, let her learn from a man. Mm. That's, mm, sorry yeah. to interrupt, because like we've been emphasizing platonic relationships, relationships. Yeah. and like now that you've said what you've said, it's like you can do it at an earlier stage if at he has a place. very stable mm. relationship with his aunties, yes. his mom, yes. his cousins. Yes, yes, mm. yes. You see what you're saying. That's a bit like so. So like for my son the other day, we had we had because uh, I have a very strong relationship with my son, so we had yeah. the conversation about <laughs> sex. He's he's now eleven. Mm. We had a conversation about sex, where babies come from. That must have been awkward. No, it wasn't. Duh. You see, you see it's mm. only awkward if you make it awkward. True. And it's only awkward yeah. if you're not prepared to have the conversation. Yeah. And most of us are not prepared to have the conversation. Really? You see, I always say, when you buy a TV or any appliance, mm. it comes with a manual, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Comes, never mind we don't read the manual, but yeah. it comes with the manual. Yeah, gotcha. And... So you always have a frame of reference and some tool that you can refer to or resource yeah. for you to be able to do this thing you want to do. Tough. Yeah. Why do we think parenting is different? Why do we think that That's just true. because you're a dad, automatically mm. this knowledge mm. will come like manna from heaven yeah. and you will know? It, it doesn't. 
You yeah. have to educate yourself. Yeah. yeah. You must. So if you want to have these sorts of conversations, you have to prepare yourself for that conversation. Yeah. So what I did is I prepared myself for a whole week. <laughs> but then I made it yeah. look like it was a very spontaneous, organic yeah. discussion. Yeah. But as I a smart dad. As yeah. a smart dad. Yeah. Yeah. But I had prepared myself. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my experience yeah. was very different. Mm. My sex experience was... <laughs> yeah. Think, I think uh, certain tools were found in the bedroom and <laughs> yeah. the house was in full panic mode exactly. <laughs> as to what exactly is this boy doing? Yeah. 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 Where did he get it where from? Did he get the what has he seen? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where exactly, where did he get the know? condoms from? <laughs> How much does he yeah. know? So, yeah. 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 So, so, so those conversations, so for him, like we were just watering in the garden and, we're just, and I'm like, so, Baba, uh, do you know, what, what do you think is the difference between your body and a girl's body? Nice, good, yes. Yeah, and he says, oh, I think my body's like this and a girl's body's like this. I'm like, oh, okay. As a matter of fact, wait, let's just leave this. Let's go check. So we went. Mm. And then I had already downloaded, you know, just the anatomy of a man, you know, a boy and a girl. Yeah. And we were like, okay, let's look at this boy. Okay, what are the differences between this and this? Okay, fine. Yo. So where, yeah, where do you think babies come from? So, yeah, they mm. come from, you have... You have sex, and this is how sex happens. Point A goes to point B. Yes, point A goes to point B. This is what happens, and then you have... And then he asks, and then, you know, it's a conversation. So he asks questions, like, wow, okay. And then, okay, then there's sperm, and then it's the egg, and then it's fertilized, and then this. Okay, fine. Then God made women's bodies in a very special way so they could carry children. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, every month, something happens to a woman's body to prepare her for a child. It's so scientific. It's covered everything. It's so matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. To prepare for a child. And then if uh, no sex happens, um, there's a process called menstruation, which mm. happens. So you might find that uh, a mm. girl is bleeding, but she's bleeding because this is what's happening with her body. It's not yeah. that there's anything wrong. It's just a natural process. The body is preparing itself to have a child. Wow. Now, in school, you mm. might find some girls, their mm. bodies are growing and changing, mm. and they might be bleeding. Yeah. So if you see that happening, don't laugh at her. Just know it's a normal biological process. As a matter of fact, if you have a sweater, you can help her tie it around her waist. Wow. Just, like that. Yeah. Very simple conversation. It happened. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. 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 And so you have to create, first of all, you have to create a relationship that can allow you to have those sorts of conversations. Yeah. It doesn't just happen then, right? It doesn't happen then. Yeah. You know, most of our parents would be like, come at 4 p.m. Karanja. Mm. Yeah. 4 p.m. We're having this conversation. <laughs> now, look, sex is bad. If you have sex, you love children, you won't be able to take care of them, you go to hell. Blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. So then, bam, it's done. But this is the kind that of that sounds like my kind yeah. of idea. <laughs> Simon, <laughs> yeah. at six p.m. Yeah. You can be here. Be here. Yeah. 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 You yeah. can talk yeah. about sex. The church will hear about this. Yeah. You don't, don't come. <laughs> is it? No, but that's the yeah. conversation. So, um, I, I, I always tell. So the kind of conversations we have with, our, with my with my friends who also dads is that you have to create the environment to have these discussions. Yeah. And the environment for these discussions is when you're doing very informal things, things when yeah. you're driving to the store yeah when you're kicking a football around yeah wow. when you guys are just taking a walk yeah, yeah. those are the places where you can have those conversations That's but don't so formalize true. the conversation at be here at five two. yeah see i would have i've just learned something because my typical behavior would be the formal one yeah but like, okay let's sit down yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's actually good when they're in a relaxed state they think it's just absolutely another just conversation not a special yeah. conversation yeah. and it just goes in behold like a parable yeah i will offer you my my knowledge my <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, you're quite sage <laughs> free, right? quite sage i have another question yeah. and yeah. this is about raising vulnerable sons in in a society that's quite unforgiving mm. of vulnerability amongst mm. men. Mm. You know, like all of us are taught like, yo, don't smile too much at these boys. Mm. Like mm. if someone takes something from you, at least that's how I was raised. I remember 
one of the things that I had to learn um, growing up where I grew up was like, um, if you get into a fight, always win. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like make sure yeah. that you put enough punishment mm. to cause a deterrent. Mm -hmm. mm. Like yeah. that's one of the things I was like yeah. taught when I was very young. It was mm -hmm. like, yo, don't come crying to me. Mm -hmm. I'm your dad and all that. But mm. and it's it's toughened me up and for sure it's yeah. like put me. How do you give your child and I've turned out pretty well, but mm. how do you give your son kind of the right lessons that's that are not as macabre, like mm -hmm. the right way to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. but also the right way to stand up for yourself yeah. in certain situations. Okay, so that's a good question. I think uh, the way I do it is by him first saying that I can also be vulnerable. Lead by example. Good dancer. Yeah. <laughs> good lead dancer. Example, yeah. yeah, you lead by example because, you know, children don't do what you tell them. They do what they see you do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so I, I'm, I deliberately do it where... Mm. He will see me in a panic because of work or something. Mm. And he tell me, Dad, relax. Stop, stop panicking. And I'll be like, yeah, you know, Jason, you're right, man. Like, I was actually panicking. Like, this thing mm. is really, really getting to me. Wow. And I'll be like, no. This is... And we'll talk about And, you know, he'll see. Yeah. What? You know, yeah. I, I, and I want him to see mm. how that uh, has affected me mm. and how I have dealt with it. Mm. And the fact that I was vulnerable enough to say, hey, this thing in Anilemea, Mm. But thank you, Baba, for giving me at least some encouragement yeah. um, and reminding me that uh, mm. it, it's not going to, you know. How powerful I, is yeah, that? Yeah, I, That's I, incredibly yeah, powerful. Yeah. I, I, this thing is not going to take me down. Like, I can do it. And he tells me, Dad, you can do it. You can do it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Mm. I can do yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. So let me just take a deep breath, relax, yeah. and then I'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. So it's important if your children see you being vulnerable. Okay. And they also see that by you being vulnerable doesn't mean that you're any less of a man. Yeah. For him, then he'll understand how to better in touch with his yeah. own emotions and mm. his own mm. you know yeah. feelings around mm. things that are happening. What about toughness and gaining other men's respect? Mm. I think the, the the important thing is not even to gain other people's respect. The important thing is to be first of all, do you respect yourself? Mm -hmm. Are you con because if you're confident and you respect yourself and you've got your price and your standards, mm. then respect will come automatically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? yeah. So it's not about going out there to con don't go, don't go beating on people. Beating and, yeah. you know, did you? No, yeah. no, no, no. Mm. As long as you know who you are, you're confident in who you are, you mm. know your, you know what you bring to the table, mm. respect will automatically come. Wow. Yeah. So guys, we're going to interrupt the podcast very quickly to just tell you about our sponsors, Jinsumin. Every episode we're talking about these guys, and I'm sure you're familiar by now. This is week eight or nine, I think, for me now. Mm. About eight or nine. Um, and it's December still, if you're watching this, and it's been a very, very heavy month. So for me, I think Jinsumin has genuinely been the source of my energy after 6 p.m. If it wasn't the Jinsumin 6 p.m., you're not, you're not reaching me, yeah. basically. We're here in the evening, managing to shoot after a long day, and I'm just thankful that the product's good, and also the ethos behind it, taking charts, et cetera, which we've talked about so much on this episode, is something we align with too. So, oh, how's your... Your similar week to me, similar week. It's the holiday season. Holiday season. It's the holiday season. Uh -huh. I have to use my Jinsumin to just get... Things done. You know the worst thing about like mm. trying to balance, um, like because you you want to be on holiday. You of do. Course, you really yeah. want to. You're yeah. trying your but best. It's still, at the back of your but mind. The, but at the back of your mind, like <laughs> there's a like there's a number of projects you want to get done, so mm. that you want to get ahead of the next quarter. Next so that's like really important. That's mm. one and two. Mm. But you know you want to be the fun uncle. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah I mean course. you want to roll with the boys. Yeah, yeah. You know football is still on. Yeah, yeah. You know there's Christmas games. Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. Boxing Day games. Mm -hmm, you want to mm -hmm. shop for the boys and yeah. to do that and still to balance all that for me it's been really helpful. Mm. Now I'm now I'm in week because I was slightly ahead of you. Now I'm in week eleven. Eleven. Okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. now week eleven for me has been like productivity mm. has improved. Mm -hmm. 
Um, we're shooting podcasts. Just back fun to times. back. Little trade secret. We're going back to back with these episodes. So yeah. the fact we're still wide-eyed, bushy-tailed means this is working. So guys, thank you, Jinsman, for sponsoring the episode. And if you experience Jinsman, send us a message. Let us know how it's going. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Bye. Bye. Sounds like just the place, the level of evolved that you are, Mike, seems for some people that are watching might seem very far away. Mm. So I want to talk about how you got to this stage as mm. Mike, because that's informed how you're a father. Mm. Because there might be someone that's like, okay, teach my kid to be vulnerable, mm. be vulnerable myself, but I can't be vulnerable myself because mm. I've not done the self-work to yeah. even go yeah. to that place. So how did you prepare? Was it something you just evolved very quickly because you knew there was a child? Mm. Is it a journey you took before or during fatherhood? To be in that place and be, okay. yeah. No, it's so so it's so it's a journey I took. Yeah. So I remember when I was growing up. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in a neighborhood that, um, again, privilege. Mm. Yeah. So I grew up in a neighborhood mm. that one rich. Yeah. But it grew. Up, it, it was it was it was a mm. nice childhood. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I was around very rich families, ah. and growing up as a child around very rich families, mm -hmm. what tends to happen is that they coalesce and, you know, they form their groups and mm. everything, yeah. So for one, I was never, I was never a popular child. Really? I was never yeah. anyone who was picked to play any sport or anything, you know, I was never mm. the go-to guy for anything. Mm. So I had a very huge self-esteem issue when I was young. Mm. Oh my God, yeah. Mm. And so for me, because then all these kids went to the same schools, you know, they went to the Lenanas, you know, ah. the Patch and the yeah. Watt and Nairobi schools and everything. And so, St. Mary's, no, I was in Consolata, yeah. mm. but, you know, then after that I went to Nyeri High, but yeah. then they all, they all went to this, like, you know, this right. school. Nairobi. You know, then I wrote the patch and Lenana's mm. and St. Mary's and everything. Yeah. Mm. And so, there was something about kids who were in those schools that was, you know, you're like, mm. hey, these ones, I can't reach them, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so, I always grew up with that sort of... Um, inferiority complex. Yeah, like an inferiority complex, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so it's very funny. Uh, when I went to when I went to college, because I studied so here again, mm -hmm. uh, all my friends went to the US, to the UK, to Australia. To oh, dude, Where did Mike go? India. Oh, Ooh, I've been to India. <laughs> yeah. Been to India. Yeah. yeah, where in India? Yeah, Bombay. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so where did Mike go? Yeah. To for 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 his uh, yeah. higher education. Yeah. I went to India. Mm -hmm. When I got there, India is a very interesting especially Bombay is a very, very interesting place. So, I mean, I was, it's a, it's I'm a, 18, 19. I am hit with a totally different culture that yeah. I cannot even understand. Very different from it's Africa. very yeah. different. Yeah, they stop yeah. when the cows are crossing the road. Yeah, like, I mean, no, it's, And it's, you, you, you come yeah. from a culture that slaughters cows. Well, there's that, but I mean, I, I experienced I, a lot of things very quickly. Yeah. And so when I got there, what, what happened is I found Kenyans had sort of grouped themselves into these tribal cocoons. So Kikuyus were here and Luos were here and Kisis were here. No way. And so I was like, okay, wait first. First of all, I'm even shocked yeah. Kenyans are in Bombay. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> at, at that time, they were very mean. Yeah. So I got there and I'm like, mm -hmm, okay, what's going on here? Okay. And then so quickly, because I'm Kikuyu, I mean, the Kikuyus came and claimed me and were like, he's ours, he's ours. <laughs> well, he must come here. We must show, we must initiate you into this rite of passage. Now you can't hang out with those guys. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? My best friend back at home is Luo. Mm. Another good friend of mine is Luya. Another one is Kisi. Another, so what are you telling me I can't? So uh, to me, first, that was the first thing that yeah. roadblocked. That I was like, wait, now he is not working out. Mm. And so then I met some uh, guys there who were learning, who were also my age. Mm. And we just clicked. And these guys really helped me grow because they were like completely left field. You know, they were just doing their own thing. Yeah. They were DJing, others were doing, I don't know what. So, yeah. I, I, just observing them, I was like, wow. So, it is actually possible 
for you to carve out a niche for yourself and mm. you know say this is who I am yeah. and damn everybody else. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so I, you know, I could see that because guys would tell me, no, don't be like Bobby, don't be like Eric. You know, those guys are lost. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, they are lost, but they're having fun. fun right? Yeah. This yeah. guy is a DJ, yeah. that guy is in Bollywood movies and he's making money, but he's still yeah. going to school. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. your broke here asking <laughs> me for cash and that guy is there. So I'm like, there's something wrong with this. He's, he's making these rupees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the guy's making these rupees. This, guy, this is not making any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So those guys really taught me how to just be my own person. And then from there, yeah. I mean, I, I, I got to so so funny story, even before I went to India. Mm. One of the things, you know that you know that career after you finish high school, where you're still trying to figure confusion. out what yeah. that, confusion, <laughs> that year of confusion, yeah. where you're still trying to figure out what you want to do. Mm. So that's the year now where you either make it or break it. Mm. So we'd go out drinking, drinking, mm. drinking, and then I realized I don't really like drinking, but I'm only mm. doing it because I want to hang out with this cool crowd yeah. of kids from Saint Mary's and Lendana and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. so one day after binge drinking yeah. it was like terrible. Yeah. So you know the next that one, the next one you might get me, yo, do you know what you did? Those ones, and you can't remember. So I said, that's it, I've stopped. This, this I'm 18, eh? yeah, like wow. I've stopped drinking. And so I went to the club the next week, of course, with the same guys, and they're ordering shots and everything, and I'm like, no, I don't want. And they're like, what do you mean you don't? So what are you going to take? I said, I'm going to have a Fanta, bright orange Fanta. <laughs> it came. They talked and talked and talked. I can't pay for a Fanta. What's wrong with you? What kind of dude are you? You don't want to have there shots. I'm like, no. Then I realized something, mm. that my decision... Mm. To be a certain way can affect people like this. Yeah. Mm. Let's see how far we can push it. Love that. Yeah. So yeah. the next weekend I ordered tea. <laughs> was it green tea? <laughs> no, it was just tea uh, in, in just in, standard chai. Yeah. Standard chai, but it came in that metal flask. Yeah. And oh wow. So so the waitress brings you know the shorts and everything and the and then your, your big tea. tea. Yeah. My tea. And I'm just watching the reaction the of people. The sickening how yeah, they're, yeah. they're so sick and guys are rolling yeah. on the floor. And I realized. Mm. You mean me mm. defining who I am and sticking to that yeah. can affect people like this? Oh, yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. And yeah. I realized there's actually power in that. There's yeah. power in knowing who you are wow. and sticking to and it. Sticking to it. Mm. Yeah. 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 So that then just you know sort of uh, rolled the ball. So even when I went to India and I learned, you know, that just reinforced what I was already thinking. Mm. And so, and yeah, now you are. And, 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 and that and, seems to be your truth. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. And so, one, so, and I always say I'm blessed because one thing God has given me is the ability not to care what people think. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Let's, let's, let's take it to uh, mentorship because mm. I think we're, we're running short on time. Let's take it to mentorship. Mm. Who are the people in your life who mm. have mentored you that mm. you feel like have contributed to you as a man and also have given you mm. more insights on? How to be an effective father mm. as you've mm. as you've grown as a man? I think absolutely number one has got to be my mom. Yeah, absolutely yeah. number one has got to be my mom because yeah. you know when you become a father, you parent the way you are parented. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. And so if your dad was harsh, and, mm. you know, you just used to appear, mm. and everybody disappears and mm. runs under the tables, and you're very authoritative. Mm. When you're a parent, you'll be confronted with situations where you need to effect discipline and so what are you going to fall back on what you saw your dad do what yeah. you saw your mom do yeah. because you know when discipline they, when yeah. they stood there and said hey yeah everything stopped now you've yeah. come to my family yeah. side. <laughs> i was wondering when we'd get yeah. Yeah. discipline yeah. Uh -huh. hey yeah everything yeah. stopped yeah so i was a very i was a very um a, 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 
so people who are much wiser than me who told me yeah. discipline is not an event it's a process that's a real it's a real <laughs> <laughs> that's a real my friend yeah, so discipline true. is not an event it's yeah. not just picking that kiboko and chapaing and then you saying show them it's, it's done yeah. no it's a process mm. because you have to you have to have this child understand why what they did was wrong what uh, it could mean for them later on in life mm. why it is you're disciplining them and then how you're going to work with them so that they do not repeat the same, the same mistake mm. or fall mm. into that same trap. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, mean, I, was, I used to be told, spend it with you, Rudia. Mm. I don't like <laughs> to repeat myself. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. dad says that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's the, that's the yeah. standard yeah. for yeah. correct mm. yourself before yeah. I have to yeah. correct, correct you. you. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. so your mom yeah. is, the, is there yeah. anyone else? I think, I, think, I think for me, it's been my mom. Of course, I've got um, some uncles. Yeah. I've got some cousins who are much older than me. You know who I've also learned from, and your network of friends, and then yeah. then my network of friends, and why the network of friends is very important is because you know we both compare parenting styles, yeah, and you know we have these conversations about yeah. wow, so feel free to shout them out, yeah, <laughs> feel free. Oh, feel, one, yeah. one of course, uh, Jeff Morte is a fantastic dad. Mm. Yeah. Jeff is fantastic dad. Yeah. I have uh, DJ Danny is also a very very good friend of mine. Yeah, and you know. Three or four other people yeah. uh, I, I will not nice. mention, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but the, the, they're really very near and dear to me because mm. mm. they have. And, and 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 so one of my friends, uh, DJ Danny, is uh, he's a dad to two girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you come in now, now. We are comparing yeah, notes no, about parenting yeah. girls and parenting a boy. Yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah, you know, the girls I have to do it like this. And then I'm like, okay, have you tried? Have you thought about? Yeah. Uh, mm. And then he's like, ah, that's a good idea. I'll go and try that. Mm. Uh -huh. And then he tells me something, and I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, let me try that and yeah. see if it works. Yeah. Yeah. But then also, I think there are, there, there are a lot of people who offer very great parenting classes. Um, Simon Bevy from Transform Nations is a mm. fantastic resource. Um, uh -huh. And yeah. then, yeah, Dr. Mukole as well is also mm. another fantastic resource mm. Mm. when it comes to uh, understanding parenting. These guys mm. have actually studied yeah. and published yeah. books around parenting. I have a question. Have yeah. they published books around finding the right partner? Because <laughs> I want to no, 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 I'll read no, that. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 they probably have. They probably have, mm. but I, I, I wouldn't know. Mm. But I think they probably have because they've published extensively. Yeah. But finding the right partner is really, really important. Mm. You mm. know, uh, and I think we fall into this trap where mm. as you grow older, there is that pressure for you to start finding somebody. And you know, your parents mm. are trying yes. to set you uh -huh. up. Like, oh, uh, but what about Mama Nani's daughter? Uh -huh. she, she's very uh -huh. nice and she wants that trait. Such and such a man. This happens <laughs> Weekly, yeah. weekly phone calls, my parents. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. So, yeah. so nothing. So, are your eyes closed. Yeah. Every week, every no, week. no. Yeah. For, for, for are you walking blind? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that a problem? Like yeah. you know? I know you had problems. <laughs> I know you yeah. got hurt. But why? Yeah. Have some man. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's fun. Enjoy. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, is yeah. there? <laughs> no. So, for for me, the thing is, I think finding the right partner is very important because yeah. you don't. You know, this is a child you're raising. Mm. Yeah. You know, you don't want to just have a child with anybody. Yeah. You know, yeah, just yeah. And, and and then for me, I also look at it this way: not everybody has to be married. Mm -hmm. Not everybody mm. has to be a parent. Yeah. 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 And it's okay because what happens is you find people are pressured by society, by their parents, by their church, by whoever mm. to get into a relationship they don't want to be in, yeah. to have children they were not ready to parent. Yeah. And then what do you do? You end up traumatizing an entire generation yeah. who will carry that trauma as adults and yeah. traumatize others. And then what yeah. happens is 
because as a society, we don't know how to deal with our trauma. Mm. We never look for help. We don't yeah. see therapists. Yeah. We don't yeah. even sometimes understand or recognize mm. we're carrying trauma. Yeah. If you don't deal with the things that hurt you, you will bleed on people who didn't Connect. cut you. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You know? What? Yeah. 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 That's facts. Yeah. And yeah. I see no lie. Yeah. yeah. A lot of us. I can guarantee you there's none of us who doesn't have some sort of trauma mm. from childhood. Mm. Either the trauma came from someone who bullied you, it came mm. from parents, it came from teachers, it came from households, it came mm. from somewhere. Like, we are all yeah. carrying trauma yeah, yeah. at mm. one point or the other. Mm. And mm. whether we dealt with it or not is now mm. another question. Yeah. With all of that, like in society that you mentioned, like the scope of things, do you think that, because there seems to be a massive struggle on fatherhood, hence the episode, do you think the label that we have, especially as black men, mm. is earned? This label of, you know, unpresent, they haven't dealt with the, the mm. said traumas. Do you, what do you think is the scope right now? Do you think there's hope for guys? And do you think the label is earned? Yeah, because there's a lot of talk about absentee, absentee fathers. Yeah, just negativity around Yeah, it. a lot of nonsense but you on media, yeah. popular media. Or being, uh, having, being black doesn't mean being a present father. Yeah. Okay, so right? you see, for media, first of all, one of the things we need to be very alive mm. to is the fact that for media, mm. most media is not out there to be transformative. It's just out there to be sensational. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah. sensation brings views, it brings yeah. ratings, and it sells yeah. newspapers. Yeah. You know, yeah. if it bleeds, it leads. Mm. These so, lines, Mike. These, <laughs> these lines, they're so good. Yeah, yeah they're I so good. Yeah, this, you know the guy was. <laughs> he did his research. We brought a well trained yeah. to podcast. Wow, I'm having a great time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm wondering. I'm looking. I'm praying that we don't have to stop. This. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. So, so, so most yeah. media is not transformative. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so, what are they going to do? They're just going to show you the bad side of everything, like true, the bad side true. of parenting. Yeah. Like, I'm, there are so many great dads out there yeah, who don't true. get the five yeah. minutes of fame or yeah. you know, the media coverage that they should. Because yeah. for media, that doesn't, that's not going, well, mm. in their opinion, that's not going to sell. Mm. You know, mm. and then mm. they're just out to make a quick buck. Mm. And so, uh, back to your question, whether that, that label is under, I don't think it's under, I just think it's the, prevail, the prevailing narrative mm. because there's an agenda behind pushing that narrative, yes, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't think that um, it's a fair mm. uh, generalization for yeah. all men because there are fantastic fathers out there doing mm. really, really, really great work. Mm. They're just not mm. as mm. Uh, loud about it. And you're as, one of them. As, like, as they should, thank yeah, you. So that's what we're showing here as well, mm. that it's actually present. Um, final question because of time is about now you the next generation that you've mentioned mm. a lot before we have some you know little things we do at the end of the podcast um what is one thing because i think if somebody's struggling they can listen to what you're going to tell your child mm. and implement it what's one thing you're going to be telling your child or a few things that you're going to say jason when you become a father mm. these are a few guidelines because the episode is principles of fatherhood mm. so what principles are you going to give him so he's an even more evolved version of mm. mr Ushira? okay yeah. so the first thing like i tell my son I just leaned in. Tell us as well. So no, the first thing it. I tell my son yeah. is I, I really, and I drill this every day, is that he's privileged. Yeah. He's privileged. He has to understand mm. that he's privileged. Mm. Because, and not, he's, he's not privileged because he's rich. He's privileged mm. because he's got hey, opportunities. Hey, yo. <laughs> That's just a fact. Yeah. That's I a uh, silver spoon, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 he's privileged yeah. because... Yeah. He has opportunities that many others don't. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. You know. And so what I try to do with him is for him to understand that first of all, not everybody has these opportunities mm. that you have. Yeah. 
Mm. Not everybody lives the way you have. Mm. And second, because God has put you in this position where you have these things mm. that may other people do not have, yeah. you have a responsibility yeah. to then yeah. use this privilege to change okay. other people's lives. Wow. That's the message I drive on wow. every single day. Yeah. So my take home for him is that, and for anybody watching is that, if God has given you more than you need, mm. build mm. a longer table, not a higher fence. Another one, Mike. Yeah. Another lie. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, uh, reels. Build a longer yeah. table, not a higher fence. Yes, build a longer table, not a higher fence. And that way you will get more blessing. Yeah, you know? that's so true. And mm. if you have a good relationship with yourself first, you have a good relationship with people around you, mm -hmm. you have a good relationship with your God, you know what your talents are, mm. and you know what your skills are, and you're using them to make a difference in the lives of other people. Yeah. That will be more fulfilling to you than any check anybody can write. Hundred percent. Yeah. That absolutely. Is what a take home. Yeah. What a take I, I have a few more questions, but I'll save that for part two if we it ever happens. Two, we need a part two. The list two. we said there's like seven more questions. Yeah. But um, I've actually learned so much. Yeah. But the first thing being about the style of parenting and the conversation, mm. when to put it in. I can't wait to implement that. Um, from my lips to God's ears. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so one of the things yeah. that we do, Mike, when we're on air, is we ask you to recommend mm. something that has been transformative to you. It can mm. be a book, it can be something serious, something fun, a show, mm. anything, like even some clothes you've seen mm -hmm. that somebody can go get, listen to, watch, and mm. take some value from it. That's what we like to leave people with okay. at the end of the pod. Okay, mm. so for me, especially mm. because this is a topic around parenting, mm. Please reach out mm. to Transform Nations mm. in Simon Bevy. Mm. That man will trans he'll, he'll transform your life yeah, yeah. with regard to parenting mm. and how, because I've taken the parenting course from him. Mm. And yeah, so it's like about uh, seven or eight classes. Do you think yeah. we can bring him on the podcast? Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. That'd be yeah. incredible. Yeah. He's, he's uh, such a that. resource. He's might such a fantastic that. guy. Yeah. And so what I did is when we went, so actually the parenting course, why I learned about him mm. is that the school my son goes to organized for the parents to uh -huh. go through the parenting course. What? Yeah. Yes. And so we went wow. through the course and then we started learning things like, oh my God. And you could see the realization of people's faces like, wow. So mm. that's why my child is doing that. Yeah. Uh, I just thought they were being naughty, but it's yeah. a stage of development. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you're like, yeah. oh, okay. Uh -huh. yeah. And so he really breaks it down. From when a child is born, these are the behaviors that you will see in this child. Mm. When you see these behaviors, this is what it means. Mm. It doesn't mean this child is being rebellious or anything. Yeah, it's yeah. just a development. It's just a development stage yeah. that mm. they are going through, mm. and this is how you can support them to go through that stage in a way that is not uh, mm. adversarial and combative and aggressive. Yeah. You know, because most parents don't understand yeah. how children are growing and developing. And so for you, anything yeah. you just react with. Yeah. It's just, it's just yeah. with anger. Yeah. Stop it. But uh, you don't understand why that child is behaving like that. You mm. know? And if you had that mm. um, knowledge, mm. then you, and you had the tools to help that child manage, it's an easier ride for yeah. everyone. Wow. Yeah. You know? So reach out to Pastor Simon Bevy, oh. Transform okay. Nations. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. So fantastic. Uh, now the, most, the next part is crucial, mm -hmm. fundamental even. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, we ask our guests to set questions for the next guest. Oh, for the next mm -hmm. guest. And so, the final guest of the season, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, and you are the final guest of the season, yeah. Yeah. actually. So we have a question for you. Actually, we had two, but in the interest of time, we'll just stick mm. to the one. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the question I have for you is, yeah. if you could speak to God yeah. right now, yeah. you could ask him, and you asked him um, about one piece of information about yourself, mm. 
and it was God, mm-hmm. what piece of information would that be? Yeah. For you to know. For me to know. Exactly. About myself? About yourself. Yeah. Through the entire span of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's that one question mm-hmm. that you'd want to ask God for your own knowledge about yourself? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm thinking as well. That's, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's big. That's, that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's a deep one. Mm. Um, actually, too, I've picked one. Yeah. That was easy I, would, one. I would ask God mm. if I have done enough mm. with the talents that he gave me to create a difference in this world. Phenomenal. That's the, that's, that's the question I'd ask. Yeah. And the reason Smart. why I'd ask that question is because a lot of people are very scared to, to recognize the power that they have mm. and to use it because they're scared of what people would say. Yeah. You know, people are very scared of doing things because like, if I do this, mm. what will people say? Mm. How will people view me? Mm. I look weird. People say I'm crazy. But then this is what I always tell people. I say, God has blessed you with certain gifts. Mm. Can you imagine the day you meet God? And God says, okay, I gave you one, two, three, four, five things. Mm. What did you do with that? And you say, oh, you know, I was afraid Eli would talk. (laughs) Can you imagine that conversation with God? God telling you, when I made you... And you know, in in our minds, everyone's mind right now, do you know who we're thinking God is? (laughs) That actor, what's his name? Morgan Morgan Freeman. Freeman. (laughs) We're all seeing Morgan Freeman right here. (laughs) Even in Africa, Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Even in Africa. So can you imagine how embarrassing, awkward that conversation would be? It's like, I gave you all these tools. Mm. I gave this to you, to you. And what did you do with it? And you say, oh, I didn't do anything because I was afraid people would talk. Yeah. Other beings. What an excuse, you know? Yeah, yeah like yeah. you are going to cure cancer, and yeah. you decided you would have you changed the world. world. Yeah. yeah, and I gave that to you. Imagine if Elon Musk was just scared to do stuff. Exactly. Where would we be, right? Oh yeah. my God! Yeah. 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 So, that's so, so that's what I always say. Like, yeah. you know, mm. um, if you know you've got these talents and you've got mm. these gifts and you've got these privileges, use them. Position, use them. Yeah. Use them. Yeah. Because yeah. God doesn't make mistakes, and there's mm. a reason why God gave those to you. Incredible. Mm. Yeah. That is an amazing bombshell to end on, Mike. Yeah. I think there's going to be so many people that are going to be transformed by the conversation. You and Simon are doing the same thing, it seems. Um, thank you for just making the time, giving us an example of a positive father, yeah. and even the things you do outside of this conversation, the positivity you put online, mm. what you do in your job, entertaining people, like you're a light in the city, and thank you for bringing your light here today. Thank really you, good. and you too yeah. as well, man. What you guys are doing yeah. with your platform is absolutely yeah. amazing, and I yeah. celebrate you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah, thank you, sir. But, yeah. I mean, me, I'm in shock, bro. Like, <laughs> I can't wait to watch it back. I'm in shock. In yeah, I yeah. feel like I'll watch this. Yeah. Like, I'll just get my popcorn and just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bro, are you seeing that? Even though I was here. Are you, seeing, are you seeing that reaction? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the blazer. Oh, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> yeah, build a... Build a... Dollar, no. Build a longer <laughs> table, lots of higher fans. Tat it on my back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gems. Yeah, uh, gems. Yeah, have you done this before? I feel like... Have you been here? No, I mean, you just find a way to live and you know yeah. you you you, you yeah. look at the parameters you want to live in and the ethos you want to live by oh yeah. my god more another one cut this episode <laughs> <laughs> down yeah. but um thank you i hope you guys have enjoyed it we'll see you next week for the final episode of man talk Peace. Hey.